good evening. Hallelujah. I got to get this right. All right. Amen. Awfully quiet. Awfully quiet. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's Bill Winston. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You're in for a fun night. Amen. Are you ready? You ready? Glory to God. You ready to receive? Glory. Amen. The Lord told me yesterday uh, afternoon what we would be, I'd be ministering on here, not the morning service. I didn't know what that was till this morning, uh, but here he told me what to minister already, so I'm looking forward to it, and it's going to be fun, and uh, so glory to God. Amen. Uh, turn, if you would, to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, and I want us to look for a second at the fruit of the Spirit. <clears throat> the fruit of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you get the super kids in here and they can sing the song. I, I don't know the song well, but I know it. I know that it, close. I got it close. So Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. I had several people ask me about my voice. I'm not hoarse. Um, I, well, I guess if I'm talking like this, I'm hoarse, but I'm not, I, I'm not hurting or sick or anything. I guess I just had some pollen or something draining on it. Uh, but I woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to have some voice to preach. And uh, praise the Lord, I had some this morning. That's good. But uh, anyway, amen. It helps, it helps me be calm because, you know, I need help with that. So <laughs> it, it, helps, it helps calm me down, you know, so y'all can, can take it. All right. The fruit of the Spirit is, let me see your Bible. Thank you. <clears throat> the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Y'all want to sing it? Go ahead. The fruit of the Spirit is? I like the self-control part. All right. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Did that have to be a fruit, patience? I mean, did, it, did God really have to put that in there? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Some Christians need to learn that's in there. Gentleness. Self-control. <laughs> Sorry. Self-control. There we go. That's better. All right. Against such things, there is no law. Now, it's interesting that we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the things I want to show you is this, is that... Fruit is, you know, if you go to buy fruit, you will go to a blank stand. A, a fruit stand or a produce stand. So fruit is a produce, right? Fruit is the production 
the production, this is the produce of the Spirit or the production of the Spirit. Um, this is not something that God like, oh, he needs uh, gentleness, wow, and hits you with it. You know, if you can imagine like getting hit with an orange, oh, he needed gentleness, you know. Uh, well, they need some self-control. Lemon, you know, it's not where God hits you with that. No, when we have the Holy Spirit in us, if you can imagine the tree, you have the Holy Spirit in you, then the produce or the production of the Holy Spirit comes out into the harvest of a fruit. So when we are tapped into the Holy Spirit, our job is to constantly keep fruit, the produce of the Holy Spirit on us. So for example, love, you know, uh, Notice, notice that he tells us to forgive. So when somebody cuts you off in traffic, instead of telling them that they're number one, you're supposed to actually forgive them, right? You're supposed to forgive them. Now, we don't sit there and think, you know, once we actually start catching ourselves on that, you know, and, and we start trying to get holy, then, we, then we're like, you know you're supposed to forgive them. You're not thinking, well, I would have forgiven you, but I need to get hit with the fruit of love first. And God didn't do it, so I didn't forgive you. You know, no, we know, we know that's not how it works. We know that's not how it works. We know we're supposed to have love, right? We're supposed to. Why? Because it's a produce of the Spirit in us. And if we don't forgive, then we're sitting there going... I knew I should have done that. I should have, I should have forgiven them. I shouldn't have shouted out. Now, now my kids are asking me what that word means. Y'all shouldn't even know what I'm talking about. But you can picture it. That's what it is. You can imagine that that happened one time. Yeah, so, you know, and so here we are. We know that we're supposed to have love. And we can see that on love. In other words, what we're supposed to do when somebody cuts us off in traffic is we're supposed to dig down into where we're planted into, grab some of the produce of the Holy Spirit, and let that empower us to forgive and put our flesh down and not even grit our teeth. Right? We're supposed to let the Holy Spirit empower us to produce a fruit or have that fruit on us instantly where it doesn't even bother us anymore, right? This is the produce of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. All right, so now look, look at this, <clears throat> verse 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, uh, peace. Let's, let's look at peace. I, watch this. Should anybody be able to steal, if you're planted in God and you have the Holy Ghost, should anybody be able to steal your love? No, no nobody. Why? Because that's a produce of the Spirit. It's a produce of it. Nobody should be able to get you out of your love. So when we'll say, when we'll say, well, they just made me do it. They just wouldn't stop. No, you gave it up. You, you gave over to that. That wasn't them. You made a choice. 
You made a choice and you decided, I'm not going to allow the Holy Ghost to empower me in this produce, in this fruit. Today, I'd rather tell them off, right? I'd rather, I'd rather do that. So it's not that somebody can take it. It's that we decide, I'm just not going to walk in that produce today. Can you see that? Now look at peace. Peace. Think about this now. If that's what that is, then when we get to peace and we're like, and we're walking around steaming, you know, if we were a tea kettle, we'd be like, Wee! all the time. Wee! Like just red hot. You know, <laughs> not raising the roof. <laughs> We'd just be blowing off steam all the time. No, we're supposed to have the produce of peace. It blessed me so much the other day. Um, Buddy and Serena came over to the house, and uh, it had been like a few weeks or something. And uh, they came over to the house, and, and Buddy just, he walks in, and, and uh, it was like he almost felt at home, which blessed me. And, um, and he just walks in, and he goes like, I like y'all's house. It's just peaceful here. And I was like, glory to God, what a testimony. Yeah. It meant a lot to me. Yeah. It meant a lot to me. That's the way it's supposed to be. You know, I've walked into some people's house, and, and you're like, whoo, whoa, 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 that is not the way it should be, you know. And uh, he said, it's just peaceful here. And I, w- I was thinking, uh, me and Nicole were just like figuring out something a little bit, you know, harshly. And that's still peace. That's good. You know, <laughs> glory to God. How- we- we're winning. Amen. And so um, I forget what it was. We were like figuring out something. And, uh, you know, we'll, we- we'll joke. And uh, one time I remember we were joking about something and everybody around us was like oh my goodness and we were we we knew we were kidding but everybody else didn't know we were kidding they were like ah you know but anyway we have fun we we enjoy but what you want to have is the produce of fruit the the produce of the fruit of the spirit you want to have the peace of god watch should anybody be able to steal your peace no If I don't have peace, I've made a choice to give it away. I made a choice to do it. I chose to give it up. Otherwise, what I'm saying is I don't have connection to God and God's not big enough to overcome this thing. That's not true. That's not true at all. I've decided to draw from another root the spirit of the world instead of the spirit of truth. I've decided. I've made a decision. That's why there wouldn't be love. That's why there, there wouldn't be peace. Look at, look at this next one. Patience. Oh, pastor, just skip that one. I, I don't have time for it. <laughs> Do you like that? Patience. Well, I just don't have any patience. No, you have some. It's available. Which root are you going to draw from? Where are you going to be planted in? See, nobody, any of these fruits, any of these particular ones, these are all the fruit or the produce of the Holy Ghost. There's nobody that should be able to steal any of these from you. Kindness. Dang it. Goodness. 
No, not, not goodness. I missed it. Goodness as a fruit. Goodness. <laughs> Faithfulness. Watch this. At no point should somebody be able to steal my faithfulness. So no matter what the devil pours out, what should come out of me and be hanging on the branches of my life? Faithfulness. He will find us with fruit. With fruit. With fruit. I'm always reminded um, of the story of the fig tree that wasn't even in season. It wasn't in season yet. It wasn't the season for figs, but the king of kings came walking by it. The king of kings came walking by it, and he said, you should have fruit on you. In other words, that's a picture of us and the people of God that no matter what the season is, we should have fruit. No matter what the season is, we should have fruit. Specifically tonight, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. No matter what the season is, we should have fruit. And the truth is, nobody should be able to steal that fruit from us. None of it. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control... Nobody should be able to steal that from us. No one. Why? Because it's not theirs to steal. It's ours to walk in or to not walk in. The one I want to zoom in on tonight is the one I skipped over, is the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. God wants you to be in joy. Nobody should be able to steal that joy from you. Nobody should be able to steal that joy from you. Nobody. No matter what you see, no matter what you, what you feel or what you go through, nobody should be able to steal that joy from you. Why? Because it's a fruit. It's a produce of the Holy Spirit. Nobody should be able to steal it from us. How many people know, though, we've allowed it, we've maybe not allowed it to be stolen, but we've given it away multiple times. In our lives. We've just given it away. You see, joy is something that we should walk in all the time. Look at, look at this, John 15, verse 10 and 11. John 15, verse 10 and 11 says this, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. Can you see that this fruit of the Spirit is something that we should have on us at all times. And can you see now that we shouldn't be finding reasons for why we don't have it? No, that's the natural produce of someone who's plugged into Christ by the Holy Ghost. And this is something that shouldn't be stolen. We either, we either have it or we decide to not utilize it. It's a decision. But we have this fruit. He says in verse 11, These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. It's amazing the subject of how many scriptures are joy. Like just do a search in the Bible for scriptures on joy. It's a bunch. It's a lot. It must be important. Why would Jesus make a statement like this? 
keep my commandments, you'll abide in my love. If we abide in his love, we know that he's filling us. We're going to have a produce in our life. One of those pieces of produce is joy. He said, I've told you these things. You, just as I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you. My joy may be in you. So that your joy, well, listen to these words, your joy may be just enough? Get by? A little extra? No, full. And we're not talking about our thinking of full. We're talking about God's thinking of full. We're talking about his heavenly levels. Heavenly levels of joy. Heavenly levels of joy. Glory to God. We're talking about heavenly levels of joy. So when he talks about the fruit of the Spirit, we're not just talking about a little dose of joy. Here you go. How you doing? There you go. Here's a little bit. You want some? Hey, there you go. It's not like God's on the corner dealing. <laughs> no, he's not on the corner dealing a little here and a little there and come back for your fix. No, he wants you to walk in heavenly le- levels of joy all the time. You know? <laughs> he's like, this is enough to get you by. Come on back next Sunday. No, we're supposed to walk in it all the time. Every believer, every believer. Never had that thought before. That makes me laugh on the inside. I just want to go back to it and meditate on it. God's not dealing joy on the corner. Can you imagine the religious people? We will just really get under their skin if we put that the title as the message. God's not dealing joy on the corner. Here's your little fix. Give me a 20. You got 20? Here's your little bit more joy. Yeah, you feel good about yourself. Psalm 91, amen. It's going to be fun tonight. It's okay to laugh. We are talking about joy. It's going to happen before the night's over. You might as well go ahead and get into it. I can tell you right now, we're going to have a good time tonight. Amen. I told you early on, this is going to be fun tonight. You might as well jump in. The water's fine. Amen. Psalm 91. (laughs) Verse 16. With long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. With long life, I will satisfy. That word means be enriched, be plenty and full. See, when God says, I want to give you heavenly amounts of something and I want it it to be full, he's not talking about just a little bit. No, he's talking about a lot, a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot, overflowing. I mean heavenly amounts of joy. Heavenly amounts. (laughs) Listen to this. But our fruit should be constant and our fruit should remain. Hear me when I say this to you. It's probably the last serious thing I'm going to say to you tonight, okay? (laughs) Don't let the devil steal this season of joy in your life. 
What se- Did you know you're in a season of joy? Yeah. You're never not in a season. It's always the season. It's always the season because it's always a fruit. It's always a produce. It's always the season for joy. And one thing I want to point out to you is a lot of people, they mistake happiness and joy. You see, I, I wrote this down. Happiness is a temporary location based off a of manifestation. In other words, something happens good in my life, I'm happy. But if something happens bad in my life, all of a sudden, I may or may, may not be happy about that, right? I may or may not be happy about it. But here's the thing. Joy, joy is, whereas happiness is a temporary location, joy is a permanent state of being. Joy is a permanent state of being. In other words, I can enter into the joy of the Lord. I can enter into the joy of the Lord, and I can stay there. I can stay there. Our location of happy is based on our state of joy. Our location of happy is based on our state of joy. If we'll choose to get joyful, we'll be happy a lot more often. If we'll choose to make a choice to walk in the produce of the Spirit, we'll be happy a lot more often. Glory to God. I was just thinking how if I ever say or do anything funny, that's the Holy Ghost. He's helping me, or else it wouldn't be funny at all because my humor is not everybody else's humor. And, uh, and I get that. But it's, uh, I'm thinking a while ago, y'all laughed at something. I was like, that was the Lord, you know. <laughs> that was for sure the Lord, for sure. Because I, I can try to be, and most people just look at me funny, and I know, oh, that was me, that wasn't Jesus. And, uh, but you're going to, it's just funny. The joy of the Lord, you know, it's a strength to us. It's a fruit. It's a produce. Listen to this. I want you, I want you to hear these things. Psalms 32.11. I want you to hear for a few verses the command to be in joy. You know, didn't Jesus just tell us that our joy would be full, that we will keep the commandments? He said, keep the commandments just like I kept the commandments. Keep the commandments just like I kept the commandments. That's what he just said that we read in John. He said, I'm telling you these things so that your joy will be full, heavenly full, heavenly full. Not just a little bit every now and then, heavenly full, heavenly. Psalms 32, 11, keeping his commandments. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Now, I'll just tell you about this. Rejoice is is basically saying put on joy again. Put on joy again. Now, how can he command us to rejoice How can he command us to rejoice if we don't have a supply to pull that joy from? You see, when he's telling us to rejoice, it would be unjust of God to command you to rejoice if you didn't have a supply to pull out of. Well, Lord, I'd like to rejoice, but I got no joy to to put out there. I'd like to to put out there again. I don't have any joy to re. I don't have any. I don't have. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I don't have any joy to pull from. That made me feel so happy. (laughs) It's a a temporary state for me. But I pull from joy so I can keep going. 
See, wouldn't it be unjust of God for to tell you and command you to rejoice if there was no joy you could pull from? But aren't we glad that we have a produce of joy by being tapped into the Holy Ghost? In other words, I can make a choice to put on joy again. To put on joy again. I can make a choice. I can make a choice. You know, years ago, the Lord gave me the example, of course, of the people that are, uh, go to a ball game, you know. And uh, I've watched, I've been in the stadium before when, when the Panthers are playing. And uh, everybody's going crazy, like we're going to win. And we got the worst team, you know, that year. It's like, what in the world are y'all? Like, like, I want them to win too, but like y'all are acting like it's the second coming of Christ. And, and they hadn't even walked out of the locker room yet, and they stink. They just stink. And they say, I'm like, this is nuts. And the Lord reminded me of that. And he said, he said, they're choosing to put on joy over a ball team. For sure, you can choose to put on joy over our King of kings and Lord of lords and draw from the, from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I went, amen. They can, they're putting it on by choice for a, a, a letter less than 500 team hoping they ain't even won yet. We win every time. (laughs) We win every time. This ought to be happening on the inside of us all the time. It ought to be just all the time on the inside of us. Things you never pictured yourself doing when you started the church. It ought to be on the inside of us all the time. Did you get it? That's. <laughs> you were trying. <laughs> I saw when I stopped, you went. <laughs> He's just trying to fill social media with stuff people will look at. <laughs> I don't know. Rejoice. I feel like we got off track somehow. Probably when I hit somebody in the head. <laughs> Listen, but what should be on the inside of us? If people can put on that kind of joy for a, a, a professional team, and we've been saved for eternity from hell, what should be on the inside of us? What should be, I mean, it should be springing inside of us all the time. All the time it should be springing on the inside of us. All the time. I ain't doing it again. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that because the Lord might tell me to in a few seconds. So. But literally, it should be, there should be something that's happening inside of us all the time. And if it's not, watch, if it's not like that inside of us all the time, if it's not like that and it just won't stop, We need to get a revelation of what's happened to us. That means you don't have a full revelation of what God has done for you. You got to get a revelation of, and when you do, there's just something driving you to go after them, to praise them. There's just a joy on the inside of you, and you can't stop because there's a fruit and a produce just all the time. See, I told you as soon as I said... I want not doing it again. It's like, oh, the Lord's like, really? Well, we'll see. Amen. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. 
Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Rejoice. That'll be the captionette for this week. <laughs> Do the repeated video. They'll be like, caption this. <laughs> so you, we've got to rejoice. In other words, God's telling us to put on a joy drawing from something that we have. And if he told us to rejoice, and you remember in Philippians it says rejoice always, that means there's always joy available. There's always joy available. Has the devil lied to us and told us that we don't have access to that joy? Oh, he's told us that circumstances can steal our joy. He's told us that people can steal our joy. He's told us that the bank account can steal our joy. He's told us that a doctor's report can steal our joy. That's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie, or else God would be unjust to say rejoice. A command. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. Hallelujah. Shout for joy. Rejoice. Amen. Rejoice. Shout for joy. These are commandments. See, sometimes I, I've heard some people say, you know, I've heard some people say, well, you don't, just, you, know, you don't just need to be crazy and just shout for joy. That is not what that says. Like it actually says do that. It didn't say if you're feeling it. Because I know those Panthers fans weren't feeling it when they started rejoicing at a, a less than 500 year. No, they were just putting on something, some worldly hope or something, Right? They're just putting on, they're just like, you know, really what's going on is they're, they're going, we're trying to cheer you up. Dear God, please let them pass the ball right and not drop it. Just can't we have a win, please, Lord. That, that's not even real hope. But yet we've got something to be hopeful for because God's always given us his love, his joy. He's given us the produce and the fruit. Of the Spirit. Psalms 33, 1 through 4. Sing for joy in the Lord, O you righteous ones. Do I have any righteous ones in here? Sing for joy, you righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing, not not the person telling lies, the L-Y-R-E. It's an instrument. It's an instrument. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of ten strings. See the context. It's music they're talking about, not, not ungodly people. You know, sing to him. And some people are like, well, I did that on Sunday, you know. <laughs> I sang with a lyre, you know. <laughs> that was that old church. Amen. Uh, play skillfully. They, but get on the script. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. A shout of joy. Oops. <laughs> Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the Lord, for the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. In other words, we can shout for joy because of God's character. See, because of his character, not your character, not my character. Praise the Lord. Because if you had to shout just based off of my character, you wouldn't be shouting much. 
that's not where you should laugh. <laughs> that is the wrong joke to be laughing at. I still appreciate it a little bit, but I, that's the wrong, that's not the joke. But because of his character. See, we can rejoice and we can shout for joy, not because of our character, where we've come from, or what we brought to the table. No, we can shout for joy and rejoice because of his character. He's so good. For goodness sakes, if we can, if we can you know, cheer for a ball team that can't even win half the games, certainly we can cheer for God who always wins and always is leading us to triumph. He's not just winning by himself. Put that down. Put it in the comments. God's not just winning by himself. Get that in you. God's not just winning by himself. He's bringing us with him all the time. He's always, always leading us to triumph. Thanks be unto God who always leads us to triumph. Psalms 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. That's a commandment to put it on. He commanded us to rejoice, to shout for joy, to sing with joy, to shout with joy. These are just a few scriptures. Fruit of the Spirit shows us our requirement for joy. Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord's. And again, I will say, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Amen. Rejoice. <clears throat> Aren't we supposed to be like God? Aren't we supposed to be like Him? Remember, I, I believe it was Paul that says, Follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, Paul's following into Christ's footsteps. And he says, Look, everybody that's listening to me, follow me as I follow Christ. If I'm getting it right and I'm following him, then do, do what I do because what I'm doing is like Christ. If it's like Christ, do it. And Jesus said this in Hebrews, um, in Hebrews 1.3. It says that Jesus is the exact representation and the exact nature of the Father. So in other words, Paul got that from Jesus. Jesus got what he was from the Father. He said, I'm going to be, I'm the exact representation of the Father. I'm the exact representation of them. So Jesus said, how are you like, Father? What do you do? What are you saying? How are you acting? How are you thinking? I'm doing all of that. And that's what our job is supposed to be as well. And what do we see about God? What do we see about Him? Look at, look at Psalms 2.4. He who sits in the heavens laughs. He's full of joy. It's joy inexpressible. So much joy. God is full of joy. In Romans chapter 15 and verse, verse 13. Go there real quick. I want you to see it. Romans 15, 13. You remember what, you remember what hope is. Bible hope. Joy, confidence, and expectation. So when it says hope, you should always be able to look at that, especially in the New Testament. And when it says... A hope you should see joy, confidence or boldness, and expectation. Amen. Expectation. So now look at this. Now may the God of hope, the God of joy. He's a God of joy. He's a God of confidence. He's a God of expectation. He is full 
It's who he is. It's his character. It's his nature. That's why he sat in the heavens and laughed at the devil because all the devil had just made him laugh. He's full of joy. It's who he is. He says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Notice that it comes through believing. So see, we can sit here and we can hear a message. We can hear about the joy of the Lord. We can hear about these things. And we can go, amen, good, praise the Lord. <sighs> Glory. And, and we walk out that door and forget all about joy. Or we can say, this is who God is. And this is who I am. And I've got some joy to re rejoice with. I've got some joy in, inside of me, and if I will put on some faith and believe, I can be filled with all joy and peace in believing. I can, but why? Because I'm pulling from him. I'm pulling from who he is. I'm pulling from his character and his nature. I'm pulling from the character and nature of God, and he's got an unending supply of joy for me. And, Lord, I pull on that joy. I won't take no for an answer. I know you got it. No matter what I face, no matter what people say, no matter what they do, no matter what you face in ministry, I've got joy to pull from. I've got joy. I can have, he wants to fill you. He's writing this verse so that you will be filled with all joy and peace. In other words, if God didn't want you filled with all joy and peace, he wouldn't have wrote this verse. He would have left it out. But he didn't. He put it in there. He says, so that you will abound in hope. You'll abound in hope. You'll abound in confidence. You'll abound in expectation. You'll abound in joy. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Now watch this. We don't do this on our own power. We don't walk in the joy of the Lord by our own power. We walk in joy by faithful believing in the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why it's a fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will bring you a power and fill you with joy as we stand up and believe in Him. I've told you the story before. Uh, most of y'all have heard it, but one day I was sitting there when we were in the old building, and I was sitting there, and I, you know, I walk out, and it's just not a fun-looking day. And I walk out, and all of a sudden, there I am. You know, I turn around, and it was less than even what's in here tonight. Tonight we're a little bit lower than normal for number, numerous reasons. But one of the things was this was not a day like that. It was just people not showing up by the droves. Amen. At least we had something by the droves. This just happened to be they weren't showing up. People were listening to the wrong stuff, doing the wrong thing. And I, I remember I was sitting over here on this side, and, I, and everybody's praising over here, and I'm getting ready to preach. And all of a sudden, and I'm just like mad. I had allowed people and stuff to steal my joy for sure. I'd allowed them to steal my peace. And, uh, and so I was sitting there. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to me, and uh, it was one of those days, you know, where sometimes when a preacher just like gets real passionate, and they just let loose, sometimes it's applauded, and then sometimes people go running, yelling, and screaming out of the sanctuary. It was, it was one of those days, and I wasn't sure which way it would fall, 
But I decided I, 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 was, I was about there, you know. I, I was like, let's just pray in tongues instead of that other one. And uh, so I was sitting over there, and the Holy Ghost says, and the Lord speaks to me, he says, you're not having much fun. And I was like, and I didn't say it out loud, but on the inside, I said it just like this. You're right. I'm not. You're like, y'all can't, y'all, y'all talk to, he already knows it anyway, what I'm going to hide it from. Be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm having plenty of fun, God. Like, he'd be like, then y'all would have been singing with the liar, you know. But no, I was like, no. I, I said, you're right, I'm not. <laughs> and then he said, you need to choose to put on joy. Choose to have fun. And I knew he was right. But you know, when you called in something, you don't want to like give it away right away. You know, you're like, you're like, oh, I was like, you know, on the inside, I'm like, okay, but I didn't want to let my face know it yet. You know, y'all have never been there. I know <laughs> y'all grew up holy and you never had to deal with this stuff. But I had to one time, just one time. <laughs> Just once, like this, <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there. And I said, and I said, "You're right, Lord." And I and I chose joy, and I chose to have fun. I literally went up, and it was like a totally different group of people, and it, a lot of it had to do with me and my heart. And you know, I, I like to you know unlovingly think of those days as mean preacher, you know, mean preacher Brian, you know, or or mad preacher Brian, because I was pretty much mad all the time. And uh, I was trying not to be, but people weren't helping me. What? That's a big, that's a big thing. It's important for us to help. But here's the other thing. Where was my source at? In the people. Where was my source not at? In God. And that was the problem. I was toiling because my source was not in the right place. I had allowed the deception and the lie that people could steal my joy. But see, when we have joy, the joy of the Lord will strengthen us. This is why no matter what we see or what we face, we learn to draw on that joy. In Isaiah 12, 3, it says that with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. In other words, how many people need some saving in something right now? Like you need some, you need increase in your finances. You need to walk in supernatural divine health. You need to carry uh, health and an anointing for healing in you. You need to carry an anointing of debt cancellation in you. See, I see in this body not just an anointing in our life to get rid of debt, an anointing for increase on other people. I see it in you. You're, the, you're anointed to carry a debt canceling an anointing. You're anointed to carry a healing inside of you, a supernatural divine health in, in people's lives. Like when you're in line and somebody's talking about how they're sick, you say, well, let's just pray. All of a sudden the anointing hits them and they're healed. You're anointed for that. Not just me, you. Amen. 
See, we've got to recognize that it's not through people that our source is, but God's our source. But when we need that salvation, not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people, the Bible tells us, Isaiah 12, 12, 3, that with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. In other words, our joy plays a part in our ability to receive the buckets of salvation. Our joy plays a role in that. And so why, what does the devil want to do? Because he doesn't want you being saved from your problems. He doesn't want healing to come. He doesn't want prosperity and increase to come. He wants to bring stealing, killing, and destroying, all the destruction of all of that. And so instead of just telling you, no, God won't do that, some people that will work on, but he'll go about it in, in other people and he'll say, I'll just steal your joy. Because if I can steal your joy, your drawing from the wells of salvation don't work as good. I'll just steal your joy. I'll just put people in, the li- in your life that keep pressing your buttons. And you keep thinking they're still in your joy because you think they can. Because you didn't know that it was a produce of the Holy Ghost. So I'll just keep putting them in your life. And they're not actually stealing it. You're giving it away. You just don't know that that's happening. And all of a sudden, you know, it, it's like that day when you decide to just forgive everybody and everybody pulls out in front of you and stops at the stoplight and never pulls off. Like that day, you know, it's like I was trying. I was really trying to get on track, Lord, but there was too many of them. They mounted an offense against me. And I would have forgiven I know y'all never had those days. (laughs) And and what we have to do is say, no, no, I'm choosing to give that away. I'm choosing to give it away. I have been choosing to, but I won't do it anymore. I know nobody, including the devil, can steal it from me because it doesn't come from him and it doesn't come from other people. It comes from God, and I'm attached at the hip with God. I'm connected by my inner man, by my spirit, to the Holy Spirit. I'm connected to the source that is my source of joy. I'm connected. I'm connected. I'm connected to joy. I have joy. I walk in joy. I'm full of joy. And all of a sudden what starts happening when you start walking in this is stuff will come and it just won't bother you. You know? I watch as people, you know, it's kind of like the first steps when they're first stepping into church and they're trying to get all their stuff right. And, they, and they're, you know, something will happen, you know. And if, I, if, 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 if they're addicted to social media, you know, there'll be a post about it. And it'll be like, somebody, did you know, four-letter words and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be like, oh, I got my, cut, my, my work cut out for me, oh, you know, as a pastor. Yeah. And that's the first step. And then they'll be like, you know, an hour later, delete. I shouldn't have posted what I posted before. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everybody who saw that. Hey, at least they're trying to clean it up now. Amen? But then after that, they're like, they'll get to the place where they're trying to, trying to be nice. And all of a sudden now, they, they're not posting it on Facebook. They're not posting everybody's business on, on social media anymore. But now you'll, you'll see, you'll, you'll hear and you'll talk to them. They'll be like, I just can't. They just, people won't leave me alone. And, and pastor, you just need to pray for me. Yep. Okay, okay, I'll pray for you. But it's not just people that's causing this issue here. It's how you're receiving it 
And, and so then they'll go from that. And then they, the next step is, like, it, it, they won't say anything anymore. They're putting down more and more and more of the flesh. But when somebody does something against it, you can see the temperature rising. Like that. And they won't say anything, but maybe they'll just walk away. With purpose. So they're not saying, you know, this is steps. They're putting to death the deeds of the flesh. It started with the cuss words on social media. Then it, then it, start, then it went to another level where they stopped doing that. And now, now they're at the place where at least they're not even saying anything. They're just, I mean, they're eating it is what they're doing. They're, they're just internalizing it. And, and that's not healthy. You'll pop, you know, and that's what happens. You keep eating like that, eventually what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, and, you're, and the wrong person at the wrong time, after the fifth person and all of a sudden they're like they can't walk away anymore and they have an explosion and then they got to apologize to everybody because the Holy Ghost is convicting me because I got mad. Y'all never been there, I know. But it's never happened. But then all of a sudden, then you get to the place where they're not about to explode all the time but they just, you know, somebody will say something and you'll see their face. I find this very humorous. <laughs> You'll see it. They're trying to hide it. They're trying. It's the next level. It's the next level. You're doing good, dear heart. You're doing good. It's the next level. Like you're not saying anything anymore. You're not exploding on anybody. You're not even having to ask for forgiveness of anybody. But you can see it. It's like, mm. and you know, inside of there, they're like. <laughs> But they're not even saying it. It's a step. It's a step. <laughs> Glory to God. Huh? <laughs> After that is where they learn to control their face. This seems to be the longest period of growth. <laughs> where they learn to control their face, and then all of a sudden you can't even tell that it really bothers them, uh, but inside they're still bothered. But then there's this place when God really becomes your source where somebody can say something. And uh, I was sitting out here one day, and man, the Holy Ghost moved. The Holy Ghost moved so, so much. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. Like God moved. I mean, it was just the power of God was there. And somebody went out the door. And uh, I've had a couple of different, different times like this. And, um, and, and I said, hey, how'd you like it? Did you get anything out of the message? And, and the guy goes, No. Not a thing. <laughs> Not a thing. I was like, all right. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I had one time, I was up there preaching, and the, other, and the person said, no, I thought it was stupid. You know, and I'm like, he's like, I didn't understand a bit of it. In other words, it was all ignorance to me. And I'm like, see, and then you, like, they're directly, you know, talking about me <laughs> and God who I love, and I was like, oh, honesty, come here. <laughs> honesty didn't bother me. No, I, as a matter of fact, I laughed at it. It was awesome. It made me joyful. <laughs> you can practice. Praise God, you can practice. You can practice with this fruit. <laughs> you can practice. 
Aren't you glad God is merciful? Aren't you glad God's merciful? And literally you can get, and, and so it's funny, I'll watch people that have started to grow and mature, and they're like, you know what, I, I got mad at what they said, and I didn't even say anything. And, and I'm thinking, why are you even mad? Now, if I said that, now when people are growing and they get to the right place, I'll say that to them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll, I'll say, why are you even mad? And, uh, and then they're like, <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> I just poked the bear. <laughs> gotcha. And then you know that you're going to be okay because I wouldn't even say that or do that if I didn't know that you'd be all right. You're growing. You're growing. You're growing. Nothing can steal our joy if we don't want it to because it doesn't come from anybody around us or any situation or circumstance. It comes from the Holy Ghost. It comes from Him. So no matter what we see or what we face, what we face, we can still keep our joy. I'm gonna tell, I almost hesitate to tell you this story because some of you probably won't agree with me. But we had, a, we had a period of time where Nicole and I went over with the girls, and they were much smaller. I think Rachel was like four years old. And uh, we went over to somebody's house, and at this person's house, and I, I'm not saying that you've got to be here right now today. Like, if you don't have revelation of it, you're not going to understand this or, or desire it. I'm just telling you, there's a place that you can get in God where you know that things are good. And you trust him more than you trust what you see. And we went over to somebody's house and, and they had dogs and they had a couple of big dogs. And I know, and Nicole knew, that they do not discipline their dogs, right? And literally, we walked into the house and the, uh, the girls were in front of us and Rachel's in front of us, she's four years old, and their big dog comes by running past us, blowing past our leg, about knocking me down, runs and goes up to the back of Rachel, lifts its legs like this, and by, by the, I mean, even if I yelled, it's already done. And, and the, with its claws, comes down right on her head and scratches her down here, knocks her to the ground, and she's crying and screaming. And where are y'all at right now? Right? <laughs> Honesty. Honestly, he said, kill him. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? We're called to minister to these people. Which is, which is more important? Uh, obviously, see, if I can get Christ working, that'll get worked out. Those scratches will heal. She's okay. She's fine. She just is shocked and scared. The scratches, like, she probably doesn't even remember that at all. We remember it, but, and, and we just, and, and Nicole, you know, I mean, I mean, I have a loving wife. I have a loving wife. 
But if I remember correctly, I remember her pushing me to them. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, she's bowing her head behind me. And uh, is that about right? Something like that. Anyway, so, but the issue is, like, I was upset that they, they hadn't cared more than that. But what was more important was their soul. And see, when we live in this fruit, somebody can do something to you and you don't lose your joy. And I was able to still minister and minister the love of God to them and open up the door for the Lord to do some things in their life. And she was fine. But see, what, what happens is we feel like, oh, no, I've got to defend mine. See, I didn't feel like I had to defend mine. I didn't have to. They, they don't steal our joy. They don't steal that. She's going to be good. I'm going to teach her how to trust on God, to believe on the Lord, to have healing from whatever it is. You know, and she knows that now. But we've got to see that there's bigger things going on than just our flesh, than just our feelings. There's bigger things. There's a joy of the Lord that's our strength. There's a joy that we draw from the wells of salvation with. There's a joy of the Lord that will empower us above everything the devil can throw. Everything. Everything. But we've got to get real with it. We can't play games. We've got to get real with the joy of the Lord. We've got to get real with the fruit of the Spirit. And what does that mean to get real with the joy of the Lord? We've got to be willing to go there. We've got to be willing to, to throw away our pride. Because you can't have joy and pride. They don't go together. It's like oil and water. We've got to be willing to throw away our earthly rep reputation. Why? Because they don't go together. To have the joy of the Lord, like people are going to think you're weird. I mean, you're sitting here at, at Boomerang. You already, people already think you're weird. Just jump all in. They already think that you go to that crazy church with a weird name. Just jump in the water. Have fun with it. You're right. Don't tell them we play with snakes because we don't, but some people think that. And if you just joked with them, because that would, that's not the source of your joy. <laughs> that's not the source. Because they take that serious. They think that's real. I, I had the guy one time, I was, I was coming out of a funeral. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm real good. He knew I was pastor of the church. He knew we're Holy Ghost. He knew we're spirit-filled. And he goes, hey, hey man, he's like, hey, come, come, come here. Come here. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, and like going around the side of his truck, you know, it's like, what are you? He said, tell, tell, tell me, please tell me. He's like, did you, I could tell you didn't want to ask. He's like, do y'all handle snakes? I'm like, no, we don't. I was like, come on to church and quit finding excuses. No, we don't. <laughs> it was like, like they, people have this, they already think you're weird. Just get in the joy. Just jump in the deep end. It's fun. Do the backstroke. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Psalm 1611, in your presence, Lord, is fullness of joy. Is this what it looks like when you go home and you get in his presence?
fullness of bitterness. No, it's fullness of joy. Of joy. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be like, I'm not going to say it. Nope. <laughs> it should be joy. <laughs> it should be fullness of joy. It should be a fullness of joy in his presence. But some people, sometimes you'll go to a church and the, they think the Lord shows up and everybody looks like they sucked on lemons. It shouldn't be that way. It should be joy. It should be the fullness of it in his presence. His fullness of joy. The joy is our strength. Psalm 45 45 verse 7, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy, the anointing of joy. And that's what it says when you go into Hebrews. It says that Jesus was anointed, anointed with joy, anointed with gladness, the oil of gladness. He was anointed. In other words, it was an anointing that broke the yoke. Because the anointing breaks the yoke. That joy is an anointing. That anointing will get down in there. All of a sudden you'll be sitting there and, you know, we used to, used to go to the lemon-faced church, but now all of a sudden you go to a, a, a church that people call weird and you'll be sitting there and the joy will come in and it'll just be like Pillsbury. And, and the Lord will sit there and he'll be like, and all of a sudden, you'll just, uh, you'll, something will hit you funny. And you can't explain it. If, if you told other people, they wouldn't even laugh at it. But the joys hit you. And it's just the Holy Ghost. Just the Holy Ghost. And he'll just, I mean, it's not even funny. I'm just poking his stomach. Why is he laughing? It's the joy of the Holy Ghost. It's just the joy. The joy of the Lord. It doesn't even make sense. But it's an anointing, and it'll start to break the yoke. It'll start to break the yoke. It's warm in here, ain't it? <laughs> and there's an anointing. And see, here's what people don't get, is that that anointing will be solving his problem that's coming up on Tuesday. He'll be, that anointing will be giving him the wisdom that he needs on Wednesday. That anointing will be bringing a, a wisdom to his finances on Thursday. And on Friday, you know, he'll have an anointing to not make Amy mad. <laughs> that's, that's an anointing you need. <laughs> it's that anointing. It's an anointing of joy. With joy, we'll draw from the wells of salvation. God will fill us with all hope and all peace. Glory to God. 1 Peter 1.8, And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly... Listen, when we believe in him, something should happen. This is what this verse is saying. When we believe in him, you will greatly rejoice. Not just rejoice, greatly rejoice. That's a letting go in the spirit of God. 
You know, it's hard to greatly rejoice. It's hard to greatly rejoice when you're clamping down in the flesh. When you clamp down in the flesh, it's hard to greatly rejoice. But when we decide, you know what, Lord? Your presence and your joy is worth more than my reputation. I couldn't give a rip about my reputation. Lord, I need you. I want you. I got to have you in my life. I need your anointing. I need your strength. I need your joy. I need your joy. You greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. What does inexpressible joy look like? Most of the time around here, it looks like people pinned to the floor, rolling around, laughing at God knows what, but the joy has hit them. We've got to get to the place where we just don't care. I've said this before, but I remember you know, as a pastor being down at Dr. Rodney's, and all of a sudden, and you know, we got cameras and stuff, but they got more cameras, and they in your face, you know, and they, they don't care that you got a reputation. <laughs> they don't care that you got a reputation. They're like, we don't care. And it's like, they'll just come, and you'll be sitting there in joy, snot, hanging out, and they're like, hello. And they just think it's funny. And they enjoy seeing the joy on people. They enjoy, because they know that joy is breaking them loose. They know that that joy is breaking them loose. And I remember sitting there on the row, and I was like, I am a pastor. I am a pastor. I don't know if I like this camera on me. I've got a pastoral reputation. <laughs> and I want to keep it. And the Lord's like, so you want to keep that over receiving me? And I was like, Argh. I was like, no, I need you. He's like, then you might want to ditch your reputation. Like, you know, to God it was like, and to me I was like, oh, no, that's not, no, really? And that, and that went on for a little while. And um, we're not going to talk about how long it went on, but I had to get okay with it. <laughs> I had to get okay with it. And I was like, you know what, Lord? I do not care if people see me with joy and snot dripping. I don't care. Ah, listen, I'm more hungry for you than I'm hungry for reputation by an ungodly people. The people that are godly will understand. And the ones who ain't, ain't going to understand anyway. I'm not looking to please an ungodly people. I'm not looking to be relevant to ungodly people who think God's things are foolishness anyway. Lord, I need you. Lord, if it makes me look foolish, I don't care. I want you. I need you. I got to have you. Amen. Well, guess what happens when you make decisions like that? In my face. Why? Because I'm sitting there crying, doubled over, laughing, because the joy hit me. Joy inexpressible and full of glory. Joy inexpressible and full of glory. Glory to God. Joy. I got the joy, 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 joy. Where? Where? I got the... Where? 
until you get an adult and go into big, big people church. That's all fine and good in the super kids, but as soon as you graduate up to big people church, you just lose that. Not to stay, just to stay in kids church. I don't know. Prove it. Prove it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. (laughs) Don't look at her. She ain't going to (laughs) help. I think she's laughing at you. Yeah. Ha ha. I just heard that Jerry Clower anointing come on. Ha. Yeah. Joy. Joy. That's just a primer. That's the appetizer. Don't resist it. If you resist it, you'll be in trouble. I'm telling you, I've done this before. I'm speaking from experience. Just give all in. Put your Bible down and get ready. this way. I'll put pressure this way. (laughs) He said, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing (laughs) so that you may be filled with hope, joy, confidence, and expectation. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Ooh. Oh, de Fred Toro. Where? Tuesday. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Don't laugh at him too much. If you want some joy, just come on up. Oh, no, no. <laughs> 
Pick her back up. That was just the, the starter. Woo. Hold her up. Joy of the Holy Ghost. Joy. Somebody play some music. The joy that strengthens us. The joy. (laughs) The joy. The joy that overflows us. The joy that brings us salvation up from the wells. The joy that overflows the fruit. Jesus demands the joy. Joy. Lord, let her be drunk. She ain't driving tonight. She ain't driving. No, you can't fall back yet. She's like, all right, I'll go down. Hey, so Joy, joy. Lift your hands, say, Lord, fill me with your joy, with the Holy Ghost. Glory. Oh, lift your hands. Say, Lord, fill me with your joy. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. preacher with the weird church name. <laughs> it's your fault. Stand her up. Jump! <laughs> feels like 
What's it going to be like? This, this joy that overflows. Here's what I tell you. Same thing I faced. I was like trying to figure it out. And I realized all of a sudden one day I felt like laughing. And instead of covering my mouth, I just let it flow. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I had a breakthrough. And I kept having a breakthrough. And I kept having a breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. And it might be while I'm standing in front of you, or it might be in five minutes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Joy of the Holy Ghost. I found that when I have no reputation as a preacher, that joy will flow as well. When we have no reputation as a child of God, all that joy will flow. Lord, give him a fresh dose, a fresh touch of it. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Hey, hey. Say it about my soul. No, don't you go down yet. Don't you hold it back. Don't you hold it back. Hey. A lot of people unknowingly, unknowingly, the Lord starts moving on them, and all of a sudden they'll start to cover their mouth. They'll start to, oh goodness, I don't want to do that. They don't know they're actually resisting that flow of joy. Oh, that didn't take much. She was prompt. Glory to God. Joy! <laughs> you prime too? Don't worry about that. They'll, they'll, they got you. Ah, joy! Joy! <laughs> joy! Joy of the Holy Ghost. Woo! Joy! Woo! Joy! <laughs> Don't you stop. Don't you, don't you try. There you go. <laughs> Brother Hagen, you say, just sit back and let her rip. Just sit back and let her rip. <laughs> don't fall down and don't go nowhere. Hey, 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 so the new just let her rip. <laughs> don't you quiet that. You're old enough in Christ to not do that no more. Woo! Glory! Hey, hey, hey! Woo, 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 woo! Woo, glory! Woo! Woo, glory! 
couple of guys, pick her up. She'd probably be like a bag of potatoes. I'm glad y'all ate your weenies today. <laughs> that anointing is breaking stuff that you've tried to do for years. It's happening right now. <laughs> Put your hand on your belly. Now listen, oh big bad prayer leader. Woo! Big bad prayer leader. Woo! It's the joy. the joy, woo, 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 woo. the joy, joy, sutanahato, woko no bobe de kedeni hola ho vedeganamose, anarose, sorarosos, daniondala, kanarakanamose, the joy, woo. thank you Lord, the joy, Thank you, Lord, for the joy. Y'all are going like, what is that? I have no idea. The joy. The joy. I just know I saw him say to do it. are changing in your life. Things are changing in your life. Glory to God. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will. I will. So to the robots they be today. Oh, Baba, I'm to go to Mosse. So the Mosse. Think, start thinking they're mature. Oh, I can try. I don't have to let loose anymore. Thank you, Lord. That anointing's flowing. It's flowing in. Flowing in you now. Oh, Freddie King. Before you get up here, and about that time it hit you, didn't it? I know. 
I enjoy it. I love watching the Lord be so faithful. <laughs> yeah, that word what I said today, tonight, nothing should be able to steal your joy. You grab a hold of that. God's got something for you in that. A level that you've never walked in before. And now just walk in his joy in Jesus' name. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. The joy of the Lord flood you like never before. Oh, glory to God. And the peace. <laughs> and the peace. Come 
praying for you, right? <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lord. Amen. I see his presence coming on you more and more. As the days grow close to his return, more and more of his presence and fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Fullness. I see you just about falling out in your house laughing with the joy of the Lord. Fullness of joy in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Amen. Amen. thank him right now for his joy. Lord, we thank you for your joy. We thank you for the fruit of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father, for your love and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Father. these are not going to work well very well tonight Hallelujah. 
Lord, we just thank you for your joy. Lord, we need your joy. Lord, it's not, it's not okay to be without it. It's not okay to not have the produce of the Holy Ghost. It's not okay to not have a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's our responsibility to have that fruit. It's our responsibility to have that fruit. It's our responsibility to have that fruit. It's our responsibility. Oh, 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 it's our responsibility. I used to have a reputation. It used to be important to me. Isn't it something? I'm turning the music down just a little bit. Isn't it something that we have to be taught how to flow in something that is God? Isn't it something that we have to be taught? And, and what's interesting is this church has been taught before, but isn't it something that it hasn't become normal to us yet? So what does that tell us? That one of the things we need is we need for the normal to become normal, the normal things of God. And what's normal to God? Joy. He says, I say these things that your joy may be full. In other words, he, if anything he's wanting to get in our lives is him. It's godliness. It is God. It's his presence. He is joy. And yet it's been so foreign because truthfully, we were willing to leave joy in the children's church instead of walking in it in real church. How about we learn how to walk in it all the time, enjoy, and then all of a sudden people can do things to you and it just doesn't have the same effect anymore. It just doesn't have the same effect. It just doesn't have the same effect. Glory to God. Ashley, come back up here. When I looked at you, uh, the Lord said, she needs another touch. Amen. Lord, we just call all the stuff, all the pressures. Let joy break them now in Jesus' name. Let the joy of the Lord be a strength in her life where she just stands up in the middle of a yoke and shatters the yoke by the anointing. <laughs> now, in Jesus' name, by your anointing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the anointing in Jesus' name. Glory to God. A joy of the Lord. A joy of the Lord. Oh, glory. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How about if we just got normal with the things of God? Just normal. <laughs> You're leaning. got his lean on. What the fuck?
Yeah, a new day. Lord, we just praise you and we worship you. We give you all the glory. Thank you. Listen, you know, there may be people around you that looks like they got more touch than you do. Let's just praise God for them being touched by the, by the joy of the Lord. You might have been the one who lost their reputation tonight. and that's a, Then pray, let's praise God for that. Let's praise the Lord for it. Let's praise the Lord for it. Yep. Lost my reputation. At a Holy Ghost service. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Father, Lord, we just worship you, we praise you, we give you glory, and we just honor you, Lord. Thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace. And just, I want, I want to see a show of hands. If the joy touched you tonight, tell me, if, if joy hit you, tell me where your peace is. If you've got a peace that you didn't have before, like a different level, raise your hand. And look at that. Look at that. The joy of the Lord. See, you start getting one of those fruits moving, right? And a lot of them will start to manifest in that way. Joy, peace. So we're supposed to operate in them all the time. Never let them be stolen. Because it's up to us. We have the decision. God wants us to walk in it. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he was going, yes, Lord, yes. Thank you. So good on Let me see the mic. Thank you, Lord. So Sure. Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you, Lord, for your word that says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. And Lord, we won't just leave it here. We are your children and we will walk in obedience to your word. Thank you, Lord, that we are a fruitful people, a people of joy that takes it with us everywhere we go. Thank you, Father, for the joy within us. Thank you, Lord, for gooching us during the day and just having us laugh. When the attacks come, Lord, you're going to gooch us this week, and we're going to do that. <laughs> Maybe even a snort or three. Lord, thank you. We call this service blessed. We call this week blessed with all joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take it with us. Mm -hmm.